Hello and welcome to another episode of the Peter Greenwood Show podcast. My name is Peter Greenwood. I am delighted to have your company with me today. Speaking of today, I have got an interview I did all the way back in October with Reva Taylor. She came to talk to us about her brand new single and we had a chat about so many things. So, without further ado, this is Reva Taylor from October 2020. This is the Peter Greenwood Show. My name is Peter Greenwood and my guest today, she's been a singer for so many years. She's an artist. She's speaking to us from the heart of London. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to this pokey little radio show, Reva Taylor. How are you today, Reva? I'm not bad, thank you. Yeah. That's good to hear. Whereabouts <laughs> are you speaking to us from in the world? I am in London. I'm in, I'm actually in the heart of London. So um, yeah, a very different place to where it was about six months ago. But, yeah, I can um, imagine. Yep. <laughs> How have you been handling all this, everything that's going on at the moment? I don't want to say the C yeah. word, but you know. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a reality, obviously, that we're all we're all experiencing at the moment, and um, it's it's been an interesting time. I'm I'm thankful for the fact that as we went moving to lockdown, I released some new material that was um, a part of an album, uh, a part of a two-part album actually called Dissonance Heart. Um, so I released this with Heart Point One back in March, um, and obviously I had some music out there that was that was doing things and, and getting some lovely feedback from people. So that's that's been great, and also building into this second phase um, of the album, I've been doing lots of writing. Um, so you know you need quiet time for that while you're writing and producing up these things. So that's that's been a positive thing. Obviously, the live world at the moment is not ideal, and um, it's something that all us musicians um, and people by extension, you know, um, lighting designers and sound technicians are having to, to find a way through. But um, um, in the most part, I'm trying to remain positive and trying to create as much as possible. How has it been trying to create during these times? Because you said you need quiet time to sit and write and put things together. But does there ever become a point when it, there is too much quiet? That's an interesting question. Too much quiet. Um, I think I always create noise <laughs> when there's too much quiet. Um, obviously, there's times where we all need our quiet. But um, um, yes, I think I think there is such a thing as too much quiet. And I think um, this is what we found difficult in this time. I think um, going from you know leading a, a busy life with most people um, and enjoying that and enjoying that kind of rhythm to just leading a quiet life so um i don't know if you feel the same or people listening out there feel the same as me you know i think the initial phase of lockdown was oh it's quite nice you know what for the first time in a long time everybody is doing the same thing there's no fear of missing out we're all we're all able to sort of batten down the hatches and, and maybe even try and uh, try things that we've never tried before and we've actually got time for that and we don't have to be doing the daily commute and all sorts of things but um, I think the longer that's sort of worn on, um, the more uh, the more we realise that we do need those kind of interest, those spikes in our life and um, and those dynamics. So um, yes, I think for me, as much as with the music, where I like dynamics in life, I like dynamics too. And um, there is too much of a yeah a downtime for me for sure. And and in that way, you know, I like starting new things, I like trying new things. Um, and in lockdown, you know, I, I do a thing with the songwriter circle, which is like a little, while it um, weaves into sort of one of my passions, which is songwriting, it's its own thing in itself. And we do live shows for, for 
uh, songwriters, which were previously around house, obviously now we've taken them online. So um, I think I found ways of um, of there not being too much downtime in in lockdown um, because it is something that's being an impatient and restless person um, mm. after too long that I struggle with. Yeah, I've had that trouble as well because a lot of the content of this show comes from me going out, me speaking to people at venues and then bringing back the interviews and playing them on the show. But with nobody touring, there's been no in- or very few interviews to do. I've managed to keep going with a few interviews and whatnot over the months, but the more it's gone on, the more I've been like, God, I miss live music. I miss it so much. I know, I know. And there is nothing better than experiencing those things live, both as a musician, but also as an audience, um, you learn, because uh, performing live is it's a definitely a two-way thing, you know. There's no yeah. point doing it if you don't get any feedback from the audience. And obviously, if the, fe- the feedback of the audience is great and, and electric, then it means that they're enjoying it and they're getting something from it that benefits their life as well. Um, so I think that's, that's across the board, isn't it? That's theatre, yeah. that's, that's live music, that's everything, that's, that's interaction, even when you're sat with someone at a dinner table <laughs> yeah. and you're both feeding energy off each other. And I think that's what we all miss so much. And that's not to say you can't get that offer off a, a loved one or a flatmate or whoever you're spending your lockdown with. But, um, you know, we, we need multiple interactions in life. Um, so I think that's what's, what the main challenge is right now, isn't it? Yeah. But then I've also found, and I don't know if you found this as well, that uh, I don't do it every week. I want to make that clear. I'm not going out and running around and whatnot. But I have met up with a friend or two. And when you have met up with a friend or two after all these months from not seeing them, you're like, hey, what have you been up to? Oh, not much. What about you? Not much. Like... <laughs> the conversation just goes into that pattern it's like yeah i haven't been up to much because nobody's been up to much i know i know and that is always a difficult one but then i suppose it's a time to go am i am i content in that situation if i am okay that's fine let's just let's talk about something completely different if you're not then maybe what what can we do um um to be able to be back next time that yeah. we are actually doing something and feel fulfilled about it. Cause that's, I suppose I come from the standpoint that I do, I, I like, I like doing, I like, um, forward motion. Um, that's, that's the thing that I've had to, I think that's been challenging for this time. It's, it's, it's the inhibition of like the forward motion thing. Um, and it's sort of an inner, in a dialogue that I have a lot at the moment of like, but why? Why do we need that forward motion? Actually, like there are times in our lives that being a plateau is actually very natural yeah. and we need to embrace that. So um, I think it's whatever works for people. So, yes, it's strange meeting up with friends. Being like, I haven't achieved anything. But, hey, what we have this and we have our history and we have, you know, let's use this time to reflect on and that and, and or brainstorm something new and exciting for yeah. afterwards. Um, so, yes. Yeah, I, I think that is. I agree with you. A, a challenge where it's like there's not, there aren't, there aren't the things to be discussing or or the energies that were normally created from from having you know the lid lifted off our lives. Yeah, um, which is very you know you know family field right now. I would also like to apologise because we've gone off on this massive tangent. We haven't even touched on the single yet because that's what you're here right. to talk about. <laughs> the single is called "If I Could Ever Stop Loving You," and it's. I've got, I've got to tell you, and I'm not just telling this because you're, well, you're not in front of me, but it's not just because you're on the phone with me. I really loved this song. I really oh, loved it. Thank you, thank you. 
thanks. I'm 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 excited at the fact it's come out because it's I wrote it a few years ago now, and um, I wrote it out in Berlin. Yeah, um, and it sort of just stayed. And this might sound negative, just staying on the pile, but it's something that wasn't quite right, I think, for me to put out in the moment I was putting out my other songs or as part of that late, that last compilation. But I'm so pleased that um, the more people I played it to, I'm sorry, there was just a car that drove past oh, me very okay. loud. I hope you feel that. Um, that. That people have said, you know, why have we not done anything with this? I think, you know what, I've always loved this song too. Um, I think it's a real sort of testament to the people that you're working with, the team that you're working with, which actually has changed during lockdown a little bit. Um, and and the importance of uh, new people in your life breathing energy into things that you've done. So I suppose well, I'm going to go back to COVID now. If you're in a state of stagnant um, living, <laughs> um, freshening things up, new people in your life, new conversations, whether that's a virtual conversation or, or new job opportunities, you know, new people coming into your life and breathing energy into 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 you and your visions is so important and that's kind of what happens i think with if i could ever stop loving you um and it's yeah as i say song i've always loved and i'm so pleased other people do too <laughs> that's so fascinating to find out that it's 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 not i don't want to say it's not a new song but it's it's been on been in work for a little while how has it has it changed at all from the original idea that you had for it for both good and and bad it's interesting. Yeah, I would say that the production, had I released it a few years ago, would have been a little different. So I think it's certainly been released at a time uh, and the right time for me. Um, so so yeah, it's um, it, it has ch- it has changed from that first writing demo that we did. And certainly, I think the artist that I maybe was three years ago, I think, you know, I haven't changed too much, <laughs> but um, artists are always, I think, evolving um, with age and experience and, and all sorts happening. And, and, and this one definitely has too. What has been the reaction been like from people who heard it earlier and then have heard it again now? Have they said, oh, how much, look how much it's changed? What, what's been the assessment like from it? Yeah, people have really said, um, firstly, positively that they they like it, um, but also that it is a it's a shift from from me, uh, say a year ago recording my material for the first part of the album. It's it's just a natural kind of freshening up of the sound. Um, but I think that also ties in well with the second part of the album, which is all about um positivity um bright future well the first part this one was heart point one i i call the broken half part of the album um in terms of sentiments of the song this second part is far more optimistic um and uh, to give you a little sort of tip off of the song that's going to be coming out in a few weeks um you'll be the first person to know it's called celebrate Ooh. and it's probably the darkest song i've ever written um it's really dark sonically um and when you listen to it it's quite emotional because it's about dealing with grief but it's ultimately about a celebration of, of something we all go through in life and a celebration of life and a celebration of future so um that is very much like that captures kind of the themes of the second part of the album it's about it's about closure it's about future um and hopefully it's it's about relatable themes that we all go through. That sounds so interesting. I'm so curious to know about the second part because part one, This Woman's Heart, was released... uh, This Woman's Heart, point one, was released earlier this year. 
and it almost sounds like it's a journey album that's cut that's coming together in two parts so if you listen to it it'll will it be a cohesive story that'll tell what sounds like a breaking down and then a, a building back up again yeah it certainly will um as I say, it's it's not a stark contrast in terms of the sonics of the both of both parts. You know, we haven't got one very dark sounding part and one very bright sounding up tempo part. Um, I'd like to think that there's a blend of both um, across the two, but it's definitely in terms of theme and about the meaning behind the song. Um, there's a more positive spin and outlook to the second part, um, but they do tell a journey that I couldn't have put these songs on the second part. Um, on the first parts at all so so yeah it does take you on a journey I'd love for people to be able to listen to it all the way through um, and that is the plan really to package it all up in one big long compilation um, of both, both parts of an album old, old school style I'm all about the album <laughs> you know what I'm going to sound terribly old fashioned here but I love an album I love getting a physical like I like getting mp3s and stuff because I get sent a lot of mp3s demos and stuff like that and I love getting them but there's just something so incredible about, about, about getting an album like either getting it through the mail or going out and buying it or however you purchase music these days I just love having a physical copy of something yeah I do too I do too. And, um, you know, I don't think it goes so hand in hand with the way that we consume music these days, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, while I love the way that people can discover new artists and consume music, you know, it's, there's also the challenges for, for artists like me who do want to put out a body of work um, and want people to invest in that. Because um, it does, it takes time to invest in an, an artist and listen to an album all the way through. And I appreciate these days that we're all doing things a lot faster and um, we're wanting to listen to one track that sounds one way and um oh i'm sorry there's another car going by that's okay it's part Today of the reality sponsored of... by all sorts of cars um was it at least a nice uh, car it wasn't it was, it was actually it was a guy in a convertible really i mean yeah you can tell what part of london i'm walking mm. through <laughs> <laughs> a convertible in october wow. um anyway Yes. Let, let people do what they want to do right now. Yeah. And it's probably very COVID safe being conversant as well. Um, uh, so, yeah, I am all about the album, like you. And, um, and so I really hope that, that enough people, you know, listen to one track and enjoy it um, and, and want to listen to the rest. I know we've got, I know we're running out of time here. I could talk to you all day. There's so much I want to ask about. I, before I let you go, though, I do want to ask. Obviously, with what's going on at the moment, I don't know how the possibility of a music video is going to be for If I Could Ever Stop Loving You. Is there talk Whoa. of a music video or is that... I'd the music to... video is shot. Okay. The music video is shot. Um, it's sort of a lockdown um, attempt at a music video. And actually, we're just we're just doing some additional editing on it. So, um, such is the way we can go. Sometimes these things take a little longer than we had anticipated. But mm -hmm. um, the video is going to be coming. So um, who go. knows, by the time that this is released, it's coming very, very soon, as in the next week. So right. um, it may well be out there. So um, head over to YouTube and have a little, have a little watch at me uh, um, being brokenhearted. <laughs> We've all been brokenhearted in laugh at, so I can imagine yeah. it's not hard to, 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 <laughs> to, 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 to recreate. 
Yeah. This is the voice of Reva Taylor. She is here to talk to us about her brand new single. It is called If I Could Ever Stop Loving You. Reva, where can people find out about you online and find out more about your music? Yeah, well, you can head over to um, all my social channels. I'm Reva Taylor on um, Instagram, uh, Reva Taylor Music on Facebook, and I am Reva Taylor on Twitter. Um, and of course, if you're um, on Spotify or, or any streaming platform, Amazon, uh, iTunes, I am there. So um, do give my listen to music a listen to, and I'd love to know your favourite. Because actually, listen, getting people's feedback is, is one of the most important things to me. It really is. And it's been so important in in shaping the second part of the album. You know, we set, put the first part out, yeah, hearing people's favourite songs from that, hopefully we're giving them more of, of what they enjoy on the second part. That's so interesting, because I, I can't imagine... Being a music, being a music uh, performer. What am I trying to say? A singer. That's what I forgot the word for singer. It's going well today. <laughs> I can't imagine being a singer or a songwriter and putting my music out there and getting criticism. I mean, good criticism must feel good, but it's the internet. So with every good comment, I can imagine there's a couple of not nice ones. Is that difficult to do when you're putting yourself out there and being so vulnerable with people to get bad feedback? Um, interesting one. Firstly, I love, I love constructive feedback. Um, having done this for years and years, when I get negative feedback, I don't take it personally anymore. Um, I think you kind of don't get used to it, but I think there'll always be things. I mean, there are obviously nasty comments that, that you receive. <laughs> it's just the way that the world is, unfortunately. But, um, uh, I've learned not to take them to heart or even look into them. Um, and it's generally, sadly, due to appearance or something like that, you know, you'll get an yeah. after comment about that and then you kind of think, oh, that's a shame that you felt that you had to say that in your day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if it's music related and, you know, obviously I go to a lot of uh, professional confidence in, in the music industry about my music uh, before I put it out, then if I've anything negative, I take it on board or... Um, if I don't agree with it, I'll stand stand by what I believe in um, and put it out. I think that's the most important thing at the end of the day. I'm taking on board comments, but knowing that everybody has a difference in opinion. Um, and ultimately, if you feel strongly and enough people around you believe in, in what you're putting out, then I think I think that's enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we, I was I was trying to let you go and live your life and i got caught up in another question i apologize but that's all right no it's a pleasure talking to you <laughs> it's been really good to speak to you it's been so good to catch up and well, i say catch up to catch up with your life in london and find out about everything that's going on with you it's been so much fun thank you so much for your time today would you please introduce you. your song for us thank you um this is Viva taylor and this is my new single if i could ever stop loving you my thanks to Reva for her time and to you for listening. If you would like to get in touch with me, I would love to get into... I nearly said I'd like to get in touch with you. That would have sounded wrong. Let's try that again. I would like to talk back to you. I would like to engage with you. You can find me all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. P-E-T-G-R-E-S-H-O-W. Pet Grease Show is the place to go. I'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Bye every single. Bye bye.